Wilson Hall presents The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. Fuck, London, New York, Shanghai, Egypt, Australia, Kenya, Cornwall. That is not dead, which can the name's Elias. Jackson Elias. Catching up with a friend of mine. The Black Pharaoh. He comes tonight. A globe-trotting race against the darkness. <laughs> now, my friend, you'll feel the lick of the bloody tongue. The Painted Lady. The Black Wind. Is masks of Nialato Tap 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 With Nick Marsh as the keeper of arcane lore. Well, good evening, gentlemen, and welcome. With the sad news of the passing of Larry Dottilio this week. Yeah, fabulous timing, Manic. Um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, like, excellent time by me. It, it's it, Hall, not really cashing in. <laughs> we're not, we don't do anything. Uh, we're not. If we're we were not. cashing it, it in, is... we probably wouldn't have used the intro that anybody listening to this will have heard about 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Yes, that's Uh-oh. true, that's true. Oh, I... God, hang on, you haven't used Nick's intro, have you? Well, not yet. I haven't mixed oh, tonight's session yet. No, but I mean... I'm speaking to, to, you know, people will will know if they've listened to this more than I know. Because obviously I'll never listen to this because well, there's a chance of running into Nick. Yeah. Nick's, Nick, intro. Nick's particularly intro. Yeah, obviously Nick's here. I've run into the high Nick. I don't know if uh, you noticed, it was kind of an a cappella intro. I did that, you know, with my own vocal cord. With your own power. <laughs> and plenty of acca. <laughs> Actually, that would have more clarinet, wouldn't it? Acca build. <laughs> Anyway, your, your next sessions involving me will owe a tremendous debt to Mr. Dottilio. So I'd Not like to Acker Bill. Not to Acker Bill, but to... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see free jazz in particular. I mean, the, the whole degenerate art thing <laughs> that, that, that the Nazis were so against is very much the same thing that Lovecraft was scared of. So, yeah, I could see that working. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose actually if you... If you really want to rehabilitate Lovecraft, pointing out that a lot of the things he disliked were also disliked by the Nazis is a great way to go about it. Well, let's see. There were there were uh, gypsies and foreigners and black people and Jews. Uh. Well, I am aware that we're playing a game set in New York in the 1920s. Yes, um, but good, because you're running it. Considering the Harlem Renaissance and all, but if anyone so much as utters a skibbity-doo-doo, they will be losing a D100 sanity. Oh, I'm I, sorry, know, I, know, I know this lovely I'll accept that as a D10 sound loss. Oh, I know this lovely little place, and they, and, and they barely water the booze at all. Not even the boo boo Before this turns into Call of Cthulhu, the Mel Torme years, perhaps we could explain why you've got a problem with that. What, with the freeform scat? It uh, just... Well, I mean, that, that does sound like... <laughs> exactly. Should have For one, problem with. For one yeah. For one. And yeah. two, it just, and, and... it just 
sounds. I don't know. Perhaps I have only seen it performed by elderly middle class white women, which <laughs> might uh, might be why. I've, I've never seen it performed by elderly. Oh, hang on. You're, right now, I, now I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> and that okay. Might... okay. Apart from that one exception, but mostly no. I mean, I think of you know people like. I mean, think of like Scatman Crothers, voice of Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah, Pam yeah, I, I think probably it's the kind of thing, I don't know, a bit like Scar, I really like Scar music, and that is not massively removed from jazz, but I do not like jazz, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that makes me dead inside and awful. Jazz is such a wide field. Yeah, I, really I, I like jazz, jazz. When, it, when it's the stuff that's actually made for an audience to, you know. Yeah. Clap and dance I, to and stuff like that. When, when, yeah. it, when it's oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna whack for half an hour and I happen to have a clarinet in my hands. Uh, yes, exactly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please, can I just put in my vote for that to be the episode? <laughs> Shall we get anyone else? With <laughs> Everyone, yeah. raise your hands if you support that, and so we can see them both. No, nobody's raising. Nobody's raising. Right, yes, let's get started. With, um, oh, oh no, I hope not. Raise um, your jazz hand. Um, masks of Neon Earth. Yes. It is Feel January 1925. Um, four years after the horrors you experienced in Bolivia, uh, mm-hmm. which was in the spring of 1921. And Our we Bolivia? have done, Thousands wouldn't. Uh, um, per, uh, if I could peruse. Uh, see what I'm doing there? No, that's very good. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to carry on with that, um, or even finish that sentence. I did finish it. Um, <coughs> in the intermeaning time, intermeaning time, um, I've uh, I've been asking you chaps on email what you've been up to, um, which we did get a bit of a yes. pranky. So let's just, uh, if you just go through it, Campion, um, after the events of Bolivia, what happened to Campion? Well, um, so Campion, he he spent a lot of time drunk. Um, Had a small he, windfall, I, I gather, after Bolivia. Stroke of good luck could happen to anybody. Well, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, you all all came away from Bolivia, including Jackson, um, rather better off than when he went. Um, although he's been trying to avoid the family because they don't particularly like him, and I don't know, might have him shot on sight, doesn't it? Uh, he did <laughs> head back to attend the funeral of a niece, and that's the only contact he's had with his family, and things are still not going well. So very disillusioned, because uh, he was hoping he could perhaps um, patch things up. He went to the continent, found his way to Berlin, and fell in with a few sort of uh, early bohemian types there. And then uh, met a woman who was visiting from uh, Weimar, and she's a, a, sculpt, a lecturer in sculpture at the Staatliche Bauhaus, or Bauhaus, I think it is. Um, so he went... That was he, close to jazz. Let's just be careful. The, the, <laughs> yeah, if you read about the Bauhaus, they had, did have an amazing jazz band, which was reckoned to be one of the, um, the, the real things fueling its creativity. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. Not the drugs and drinks. No, I mean, nor, nor, even, I mean, nor even the Audrey's, which was probably more their enemies <laughs> saying it than actually doing it, because <coughs> who'd have the time? Yeah, the Bauhaus's um, enemies, primarily the Nazis, um, very much did to the reputation what the executor of Edgar Allan Poe's uh, estate did to his. <laughs> 
Um, yes, yeah, so he met, met a woman, went back to uh, Weimar with her, and they were very happy for a couple of years, and he cleaned himself up and got off the drugs and was expanding his knowledge of uh, German, just casting around yeah. trying to put points in. And um, I've got you some points, too. Help, helping her out with a bit of... Um, Research. She was very into sort of South American and Far Eastern sculpture and all these things. And then he came home to find she'd been brutally murdered. Ah. And there it's was. A on the relationship, I find that. Well, it, it did. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it puts an end date on it, if nothing else. <laughs> it um, gives you a sense of closure, I find. So he found himself being questioned by the police and all that, and obviously nothing to do with it, it was completely exonerated, but not feeling that he'd got any reason to stay. Um, so he'd started sort of travelling again and uh, found himself just back in London, really. But he came to the conclusion, looking through sort of papers and letters and things about the crime, that she may have been murdered because of something to do with the thing she was researching, quite innocently, for her sculpture and history with that. And he started to make connections with the sort of thing that he'd been up to in uh, either Peru or Bolivia, depending which one it was. It was on the you weren't quite sure. You were in Bolivia, <laughs> but you may have crossed the border. So he's now just left wondering if if he's a bit he's a bit paranoid. He's wondering if he's being pursued or if it's just a coincidence that he's blundering into these things, and he's got nowhere to go. Super. That's a magic job offer. Story. Thank um, you. In the meantime, I'm being quite generous with the points I'm awarding you for your backgrounds. Um, because there's only three of you. Um, your archaeology... three of them. <laughs> <laughs> your archaeology has increased because of the company you kept by 40 points. Good Lord. Oh. It was only one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 50 points, sorry. Oh. It's now 51. Blimey. For free, because it may not come in. Because it won't come in at um, all. Yet. German, uh, speak German at 30%. You've now got um, a cult at fifteen percent. Okay. History at forty percent. Right. And psychology at twenty-five percent. Psychology. Yes. Yes, you just learned a bit Tell about, me about that. Uh, Edwin, now I know we were a bit more sketchy about what you did. I thought if you like, <laughs> no, no, uh, well, so Edwin um, initially basically once he'd obviously drank the uh, the proceeds uh, that he managed to get from Bolivia, um, basically um, I don't believe you. Um, joined up with Arthur Pappy Chalk and joins uh, Chalk's Flying Surface. Oh. Service as a pilot. So his flying surface is an interesting service. Idea. Service, <laughs> indeed, yes. Are they sort of a, a not a mercenary group? No, no, no. Group, they were the, um, they were the first. They were the first commercial airline. Oh, cool! And were they all? Um, I guess they were charter flights then. Yeah, yeah, charter yeah. flights out of uh, Miami. Um, okay. Rather sadly, um, yeah, it's, it's a real thing, and they closed in two thousand and seven. So, oh. Which I think is a bit, bit, bit of a shame. So, so KLM are now the um, are now classed as the the first continuous one. Oh, uh, okay. Since then, when did they start? 
Um, they started in 2019 as well. They both started in 2019. Um, but in 2019? Uh, 1919. I mean, that would not be impressive for the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> it shows what a volatile business it is. <laughs> well, you know, company registrations in Florida are a very flexible sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I oh. would say, Edwin, you've probably had rather more to do with Jackson. Um, yeah, so, so, since, I've, so I've, I've done bits and pieces with Jackson and stuff. Yeah. I've also... Um, I'm no longer flying, and Miami might not be a good place for me to go back to for a little while. Okay. Um, <laughs> because... Um, I kind of fell what into. What did you do to Miami? Um, well, I kind of fell into a nice crowd who um, like to borrow things, shall we say? Well, oh, you um, borrowed things from Peruvian uh, or Bolivian, and indeed all Bolivian temples. So do, it's do, basically the same. Well, exactly. Thing. You know, but, but, uh, let's also splendidly. Let's also but, bear in mind, Chalks was, was making a lot of flights from Bahamas to the US. Taking a lot of small, valuable cargo from Bahamas to the US <laughs> from, from 1920 yeah. onwards. Yes. Well, you will have done, uh, as well as some uh, work for the Volstead Act, um, uh, you will have done <laughs> some work for uh, uh, for Jackson, um, ferrying him around from yeah. time to time. Um, Was the Volstead Act part of this circus, or...? Yeah, that's right, yes. They're very much part of the entire circus <laughs> of the <laughs> 1920s America. Um, you have gained stealth at 50. Just a moment, caller. Oh, isn't, isn't it... Hang on, is it hide in this, or, or am I getting versions confused? It's hide, sorry. 7th okay. edition is stealth, and I was just working from that skill list, but uh, I call it hide or stealth, I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not as if this is a system for mechanics exploiters. No, God <laughs> not really. No. So hide, hide yeah. at fifty. God knows you've tried. Uh, right? <laughs> hide, hide at fifty. You've got throw at fifty now. Uh, okay. Your mechanical repair has increased to forty-five. Okay. And your locksmith has massively increased uh, to forty-one. This is all very dubious. <laughs> And, also, and as I said, it might not be a, a good idea for me to go back to Miami for a year or three. It's a, a man's life insurance flying service. Or six. What statutes of limitations? No, six <laughs> years, isn't it? So. Very much depends <laughs> 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 on the incident. Um, and Rabbit's Foot, what have you been up to since Bolivia? Well, I've been spent spending a bit of time in London, a bit of time in New York. Not not so much New York these days, of course, that, uh, given, given the, uh, the little, little situation. But um, yeah, um, ha- hanging around with with the um, socialites and uh, does, does I do seem to be a bit of a man with a mission these days, much to my surprise. Uh, in that I really don't like these people messing about with the um, occult and magic and stuff, and obviously got terribly popular. And but you know, I'm I'm the sort, sort of chap who can say, well, you know, never mind the sales. I've got some of this daddy's pre-war champagne. <laughs> and uh, that particularly goes down well in New York. And uh, so, sometimes it's things go... for medicinal purposes only. Uh, it's, it's it's quite legitimate to to uh, drink drink um, alcohol that you you owned before the uh, ban came into force. In fact, there are yes, no, there are a number of uh, clauses. Yes, there are a number of establishments that that that, that, that uh, are conveniently storing it for you, and and we'll, we'll hand it over to you when you when you turn up in, in return for the store, back storage fees. Exactly. Yes, that's very good of them, isn't it? Um, 
um, in no way uh, a way around um, prohibition at all. Um, if, you, if you're okay. poor, of course, then, then you go drinking Passover wine, which is not good for you. Do you own properties in London and New York? You're certainly wealthy enough to do so. If well, you... te- technically the pater does, but he does, doesn't really do much with them. <laughs> okay. In the intervening time, then, you have gained, um, inexplicably, skills in library use, up to 50%. Quite plausible, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, history up to 30%. Right. Psychology up to 40%. Gosh. Because it is all about reading people and uh, that mm. sort of thing, which is quite helpful when you're... You're not quite a professional debunker, but you're you're in that vein. And for reasons that will go unexplained, a disguise at 31%. Golly. It is a jolly breeze, isn't it? <clears throat> Undercover elephant, what an amazing disguise. <laughs> well, I will say that, uh, Campion, you have bumped into uh, Rabbit's Foot. Um, yeah, I mean, you've vaguely kept in touch, <laughs> but not particularly. Yeah, sorry, it just it, it does sound like the most inept bunch of spies meeting up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just ask, who's signed these code names? <laughs> Um, and probably are currently sort of in with this. So you've got nowhere to go, so you're probably, well, not really slumming it when Campion's around, as he is one of the richest men in uh, in the world. Um, no, no, I'm certainly not. Uh, sorry, with, uh, with Rabbit's Foot. Ah, right, no. But you're probably uh, knocking about with him. I, I, I uh, imagine it's not entirely disadvantageous to Campion to be able to say, oh, my friend over there, one of the richest men in the world will pay. <laughs> to be fair though, Roger, I'll do that even if I'm just gesturing towards somebody I've never met before that moment. You have no idea of my existence. Complete surprise to you that you're actually telling the truth on this occasion. Um, you yeah. used to be able to buy a set of plastic cards with about 20 languages reading, two, two beers please, my friend is paying. In, in phonetic German or French or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, in the meantime... You're, you have been vaguely aware of Jackson's ex- exploits, Edwin, more than most. He did publish a book with your permission called The um, Hungry Dead, which was about a Bolivian death cult. Mm-hmm. Um, you were featured in it, but you were heavily disguised, and if you don't want to be featured at all, you will have been completely edited out. I think I might um, have suggested uh, remove me. Okay, Campion is not with the family, you know. And it is a, a heavily glossed over version of what happened in Bolivia. It's there is no supernatural events mentioned at all. It is all laid out as if it was a, uh, a an entirely human death cult. Um, which is not uh, quite the way you remember it. Jackson is aware of that, but he doesn't think his readership is quite ready for um, for the truth. You, you've met up with him from time to time. He's been in London a number of times. Um, but you haven't really heard from him, any of you, um, for the last year, probably year and a bit, mm-hmm. when you... Um, all, and by all I mean that Rabbit's Foot um, and Campion together receive a telegram. Um, Edwin, you're probably in America at the moment, um, and you all receive a telegram, um, the link for which I will put up now, so you can all have a look. I'm going to put it, I've created, I don't know if you saw, but I've created a 
Google Drive for, because you're about to get a lot of Hangouts oh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> we'll get them all out of the way. That uh, I have created a folder for you on Google Drive that you mm. right, should you be able to get in, which is uh, handouts shared with the players. Um, right. Do we need to get into that now? Uh, I'm going to put this one in it, but I'll put the link here as well. Um, right. So I'll just have to get out the um, email otherwise. I, I, yeah, I, I have I'll, the thing here on a separate machine, so... I, I can new, the only thing I've got in there is New York 1925 pictures. Yeah. Yes, you can. You're welcome to look at that. They are some oh, tourist photos of New York. Um, but blizzard. What? <laughs> yes, tourist photos of these. <laughs> it, it was a massive. Uh, it was incredibly blizzardy. Um, oh, right. Hang on. To make a copy of that and move it to there. Okay, you should now have a copy of the Telegram from the Worldwide Telegraph series. Let me just put a link to that folder. In here again. Get share of it. There we go. Here's a link to the folder, so I don't keep linking to the individual things there. And the do telegram. Know, do we know about the Carlisle expedition? Well, let me. I'll read out the telegram first, um, which says. Can you read it out in a proper telegram? Worldwide telegraph service. It says have information concerning Carlisle expedition. Stop. Need reliable investigative team. Stop. Meet January 15, New York. Stop. Jackson Elias. Um, it was sent. Uh, it's a. It's a, it was sent from a ship at sea and received a, a New York um, telegram service. Hmm. I see. Now it is currently very early January. Um, uh, in fact, you're probably still recovering from New Year's Eve um, at this point. Uh, to your question. Um, Mark, the... Sorry, I'm trying to remember your character's name and failing utterly. Edwin. Um, Edwin. You... You vaguely Edwin remember... If you really want, you know. The Carlisle expedition. <laughs> Let's have a, a no-roll to see if you remember anything. You, you've certainly heard the name before. Oh. I'm doing a nick here and actually finding a little... Finding suitable dice. I'm distressed that I can't find my oh, best, uh, Beyond the Mountains of Madness dice. That's probably good because I wouldn't be able to read them had I found. <laughs> oh, you, you can't use dice of the wrong campaign. Yeah, actually, they're horror on the Orient Express now, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Oh. Um, 19. No, 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 19. You remember, um, there was a who are you've no, been around no. New York. Carlisle was some kind of New York socialite. Um, you have definitely heard of Roger Carlisle. Um, Roger, um, he is one of the glittering lights of the New York socialite scene. Very Gatsby esque, um, except he's not new money. He's uh, he's well, old money. Almost worth talking to for an American. Almost worth talking to. Um, went on an expedition to Africa few years ago, before you went to uh, Bolivia, um, disappeared. 
you can't oh. quite remember the details. Something about a massacre. You, you have a vague memory. They were all killed somewhere in Kenya. Right. Right. Say. Gosh, my word. <clears throat> Blimey. Uh, discovered in the... <laughs> 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 a string of uh, mild expletives from the party. Discovered in the jungle after N years lost. Gosh, I say. <laughs> So, that, you've received this telegram, you've not heard from Jackson for some time. How would you like to respond? Well, on that, naturally, I'm happy to turn off. It's only a, a quick toddle down. Where, where did he say he wants to meet us? Just, just uh, New York? New York. Not very specific. Well, specific, particularly since I'm already in New York, or, or possibly on the, on the line of heading in that direction. Um, I think for ease, we'll say you were uh, happened to be in New York and probably Campy and you've come along for the ride just to see what's going on. Well, fresh start, put a bit of distance between myself and my memories. And yes. And I, I don't know whether you're... Start, put a bit of distance between myself and Miami. And in, uh, in, that, in, that, authorities. in that very, very <laughs> important and significant sense, state lines between yourself <laughs> and Miami. <laughs> um, uh, are you now teetotal champion, or are you not? Nope, that? Just, no, just, um, <laughs> uh, he's clear, he's, he's not doing the drugs. Um, no, uh, that was just a, that was just a, a because they're actually more legal now in America than alcohol. Um, <laughs> well, you know, this time, he's a very adaptable man. Uh, for a man like Rabbit's Foot, and indeed for a man like Campion, or just about any man anywhere at all, so for a man uh, like round prohibition um, right. for those who, who want it. Well, yes, like most of these things, if you've got money, it's not a problem. If you don't have money, you're drinking wood alcohol and going blind and dying. Hmm. It's just uh, thin the herd, rather. But so let's not, let's face it, this is, not, with money. this is not a thing that Rabbit's Foot really notices very much. No, no. Okay. Um, Edwin, you are aware that Rabbit's Foot has an apartment in New York. Um, and it will, um, uh, although it isn't mentioned in the handout, it will have had all of your names on it, Campion, Rabbit's Foot, and Edwin. Um, there. And um, just your three names. Well, I've got a rough idea where Rabbit's Foot lives. <coughs> I'll... Uh, uh, saunty on over. Okay. You are now together as a group, wondering what Jackson Lias could want. Oh, look at this. The old team back together, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, look, looking well, looking well. Uh, rabbits, but you, having been more involved with the social set, there was some scandal about this Carlisle expedition. He, they, he left... He left with, um, uh, uh, well, there, there was, you can't quite remember the specifics, but, um, you could, uh, it must have been 1919, that long ago that he left, but there may be some. Sounds like the sort of thing, sort of thing one, one might uh, dredge out of one's memory and perhaps look up in the newspaper archives. Uh, okay, um, you uh, can have some library use roles if you wish to investigate the Carlisle expedition. Uh, I think we should. Normal success. Normal success. Ching ching. 
you um, dig up uh, a few things in the uh, New York pillar. Um, and let's see if I can dig them out to myself. <laughs> um, you get this following newspaper article. Where's um, the yo-yo craze Yo-yo, yeah, yeah, that's... An extremely personal. Was it 30s or was it even later than that? I just had a feeling it was around now, but. Could be, could be. <clears throat> so I was just thinking what, what will, uh, you know, what will Edwin be doing while, you know, his. That, that 28. He's already going. 28, 29. Oh, that's a joke. I'm. Is that. What he's doing is yo-yo. He could be... Raining uh, against the wall, playing with his yo-yo, looking... I'll tell you the latest craze sweeping America would be the Charleston. Um, Or the Black Bottom. Yes, do do not pay too close attention to the lyrics of that. Um, There is... One of of my... Genuinely, one of my um, loves is 1920s music. Mm -hmm. And uh, mostly ukulele stuff, but there's some amazing jazz. And um, the stuff that wasn't released sort of for general consumption is absolutely filthy. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the stuff that was released for general consumption is pretty... Well, it is, (laughs) but it it is slightly more coded. (laughs) Yeah. New York Pillar Repast, April 4th, 1919. Big Apple Dateline. Roger Carlyle, the playboy whom everybody knows, or knows about, is quietly leaving New York tomorrow to check out the tombs of Egypt. You've seen the cuties Rogers found in the night spots. Who can doubt he'll dig up someone, or something, equally fabulous from the Egyptian sands? Nice. This is great that it's you saying this, Roger. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're referring to yourself as a third person. Isn't it? Oh, I couldn't possibly <laughs> Look comment. Look at the cutest Roger's going to dig up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are a couple more articles that you have found in there. Uh, if someone else wants to do the reading duties, or oh, indeed sure. anyone. The fool that I am, I've, I've, I've found the big one. Uh, Carlisle Expedition embarks for London. Led by the fabulously wealthy playboy, Roger Carlyle, the Carlyle Expedition departed this morning for Southampton aboard the British steamship Imperial Standard. Contrary to early reports, the expedition will uh, perform researches in London under the auspices of the Penhue Foundation before continuing to Egypt next month. Readers may recall the enormous party which Mr Carlyle, now 24, gave at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel you certainly his, remember it, Roger. <coughs> upon reaching his well, majority. parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, the scan- scandals and indelicate behaviour have become Carlisle's trademark, but he has never become tarnished in the eyes of Manhattanites. Members of the expedition have been reluctant to reveal their purpose in Egypt. Other expedition members, renowned Egyptologist Sir Aubrey Penhue, is assistant leader of the team and in charge of the ex- of ex- excavations. Dr. Robert Houston, a fashion fashionable Freudian psychologist, um, accompanies the expedition to pursue parallel researches into ancient pictographs. So, tell me about your mummy. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, and oh, boy. Found uh, <laughs> the level. <laughs> Yes, Miss Hypatia Masters. Hypatia. Uh, Hypatia? 
Okay. Linked in the past to Carlisle, uh, will act as photographer and archivist. Um, Mr. Jack Brady, intimate to Mr. Car- to Mr. Carlisle, accompanies the group as general factorum. Additional members may be secured while in London. It's just this wonderful phrasing. Uh, <laughs> phrasing. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll hit a few brothels and just pick up a few more. You know. And did you say something about securing members? Yep. Additional members yep. may be secured while in London. It's that sort of club, is it? Yes, indeed. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, darling, where are you? Now then, uh, further digging. Two months later. Yes, reveals the Carlisle yeah, part of Egypt. Incidentally, is the New York pillar repost supposed to be a pun? Probably. Pillar repost. Pillar repost, or a pillar to post, I'm not sure. Yes, anyway, I believe it is in that era. Associated Press. Sir Aubrey Penhew, temporary spokesman for the Carlisle expedition, indicated Thursday that the leaders are taking ship to East Africa for, quotes, well-earned rest. Sir Aubrey debunked rumours that the expedition had discovered clues to the legendary wealth of the lost mines of King Solomon, maintaining that the party was going on safari in respite from our sandy labours. Presumably one of the uh, party members. Uh, Roger Carlyle, wealthy New York leader of the expedition, was unavailable for comment, still suffering from his recent sunstroke. Discussing that unfortunate incident, local experts declared Egypt entirely too hot for Anglo-Saxons at this time of year and suggested that the young American had not been well served by his democratic enthusiasm, rumoured to have led him to personally wield pick and shovel. me. Good lord. Like some sort of field hand. Tin chin, not offering to clean it myself, old now. Um, right. Um, your next, um, headline is Important Visitors, which is dated, uh, July the 31st, which is, uh, some weeks after Carlisle departing Egypt. Mombasa, Reuters. Leading members of of an American archaeological expedition arrived here on holiday from digs in Egypt's Nile Valley. Our Undersecretary, Mr. Royston Whittington, held a welcoming dinner for them at Collingswood House, where the wit of Sir Aubrey Pennew, expedition co-leader, was much in evidence. Accompanying Sir Aubrey are the youthful financier Roger Carlyle and medical doctor Robert Houston, as well as socialite Miss Hypatia Masters. The party leaves inland today for Nairobi and hunting. Of course it does. And then a final tragic headline on your first investigation. Carlisle expedition feared lost. Oh, say it ain't so. That happened, did that happen this year? I think it did. Uh, that's October 19, so another few months later. Okay. Um, Mombasa Reuters. Upland's police representatives today asked for public assistance concerning the possible disappearance of the Carlisle expedition. No word from the party has been received in nearly two months. Uh, This is dated October the 15th, some four months after the last headline. The group includes wealthy playboy Roger Carlisle and four other American citizens, as well as Egyptologist Sir Aubrey Penhew. Yeah, sorry, I've just been given a, a hand out myself. Um, uh, right now, as well as Egypt, just Sir Aubrey Penhew of the United Kingdom. The expedition left Nairobi on August the 3rd, ostensibly on safari, but rumour insisted they were actually after legendary biblical treasures. Carlisle and his party reportedly intended to explore portions of the Great Rift Valley 
to the northwest of Nairobi. Does anybody else think that the the fact that they always put wealthy playboy is a bit redundant? Because if you <laughs> if you have if you act like a playboy but you've got no money, you're just a bum. The piss poor playboy, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyone else? Uh, wh- who else was investigating the library? John, would you like to make your library your stroll? Uh, oh, well, I could. Um, I'd probably been doing something far less useful, but... Uh, library use here is a 31, that's possible, but his library use is a 25, so... Oh, uh, uh, I've been distracted in the stacks, probably by some leggy librarian. I thought you were a reformed character. Well, no, he's just. <laughs> all I said was he tried drugs for a couple of years in Berlin, and he doesn't do them now. That, I don't believe I've mentioned reform. He's had horrible, tragic circumstances. That's not the same as reform. All right. So, uh, Campion is humming leggy blonde to himself in the New York uh, Public Library. Sadly, it's not the one that featured in Ghostbusters. That Ghostbusters that's not been built yet. Um, all right, there we are. Um, Okay. Anyone doing any further investigation, or are you leaving it at that? You would know at least, Roger, that um, uh, Mr. Carlyle, uh, the Carlyle family is still very much, and the business matters are still very much uh, ably run by his uh, sister, Erica, who you've met a few times. Very uh, professional and business-like or all business, no mm. niggers. Is that a phrase? Well, it might be. No, it may, may not phrase. be the phrase you're after. No, <laughs> no, no, possibly not the phrase. Well, does she wear comfortable shoes? I mean, you're you're essentially describing what a sex worker there. Uh, yeah, no, very much the opposite of a sex worker. Does she wear comfortable shoes? No, no, she is extremely glamorous, uh, gorgeous, but not flirtatious in any way. Okay. Oh, well, you know, some sacrifices a chap just has to make, you know? Um, on the other hand, it's, it seems, seems frankly crass to go, to go, um, try, trying to get information out of her when we don't really have anything new ourselves yet. No, you know she is quite touchy about the subject. In fact, now you're thinking about it, you vaguely remember she went to Kenya at some point to try and work out what had happened to her brother. Right. And with that on your mind, you can make another library use roll. Uh, yes, I can. By two points, but it's a still a success. Good Lord. Right. Get ready for another slew of handouts that I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's it's rather handout heavy at the beginning. No, that's fine. Sorry, one second. Uh, us send hey, over. Not to read <laughs> so it, it might help me to have a, an extra screen I can refer to these things on. Ah, because I'm constant. I'm, I'm jumping between windows here. I'm not on my absolutely huge screen over there. Oh. Show off. Ah. Right. Um, merely on the 4K screen on my laptop, you know. <laughs> the next headline you find chronologically is unfortunately labelled Carlisle Masker Confirmed, uh, May 24th, 1920. That does seem to take a little bit of the mystery out of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's the end of the campaign. Uh, well done, thank you. And there you are. That's what you dig up uh, from there. Oh, you put... Don't see a, don't see that one. I see two copies of uh, no, number you, nine. No, you've got the yeah number nine. You've got in twice, which is the Carlisle expedition if, uh, feared lost. In that case, let's oh, and then, and then and then Erica Carlisle Erica Carlisle Orion in, ah. in right. Africa. That might be the next one. Okay, uh, let's... Yeah, sorry, Erica Carlyle arrives in Africa as your next one. So this is March 1920, <laughs> so yeah, six, six or so months later. Mombasa writers, in response to the clues, in response to clues, Miss Erica Carlyle, sister to the American leader of the Lost Carlyle expedition, arrived in port today aboard the Egyptian vessel Fount of Life. Several Kikuyu villager reports recently have been received concerning the putative massacre of unarmed whites near the Abadair Forest. Miss Carlyle declared her intention to find her brother regardless of the effort needed. She brought with her the nucleus of a large expedition. Detailing agents to coordinate supply and other activities with colony representatives, Miss Carlyle and the remainder of her party depart for Nairobi tomorrow. Her companion, Miss, Mrs. Victoria Post, indirectly emphasised Miss Carlyle's purposefulness by recounting the rigours of the voyage. As I see it, this is mostly, oh, it was horrible, it was horrible. She didn't notice. <laughs> <Correct. laughs> Um, right, you should now have Carlisle Massacre confirmed. Ah, yep, that's just appeared. Um, I am going to get some wine while you digest it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on, then I'll have a go with that one. Uh, so that's uh, New York, uh, May the 24th, 1920. Um, so, right, but, yeah, so, two months or so later. Um Carlisle Massacre Confirmed. Nairobi, Reuters. The massacre of the long-missing Carlisle expedition was confirmed today by the district police representatives. Roger Carlisle, New York's rollicking playboy, is counted among the dead. Authorities blame hostile Nandi uh, tribesmen for the shocking murders. Remains of at least two dozen expedition members and bearers are are thought found in a remote region of the Abadari, I think. Ab- Abadair for- Forest. It's, it's spelt Abadair. So yes, I am I, just Africanising it in my yeah. head. So, so, Maybe. It, it, so it's, it's probably a name given by, given by the uh, British colonial <laughs> powers. So Yes. Okay, fair enough. So presumably... It's, New Scunthorpe or something. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah, presumably it's, it, it's, it's not just down from the earth of it. So... Uh, <clears throat> Erica Carlyle, Roger uh, Carlyle's sister and apparent heiress to the Carlyle family fortune, led the dangerous search for her brother and his party. She credited uh, Kikuyu, go for that, uh, tribesmen for the discovery, uh, though police um, actually found the site. Among the expedition members, um, oh, sorry, among other expedition members believed lost are so Aubrey Penhew, noted Egyptologist, New York's socialite, uh, Habathia Masters, and Dr. Robert Houston. Many bearers are also reported dead. So we don't even know how many. They're, they're that bothered about them. I, t- I think the important um, deaths have been reported. Okay. Well, I suppose they have, yes. Meanwhile... oh. New York Pillar Repost, June 19th, 1920. Murderers hanged. 
You'll be damn well hung. <laughs> Nairobi, Reuters. Five Nandi tribesmen, convicted ringleaders of the vicious Carlisle Expedition Massacre, were executed this morning after a short, expertly conducted trial. <laughs> to the end, the, scape- the tribesmen steadfastly refused <laughs> to reveal why they had slaughtered Mr. Carlisle and his companions. Mr. Harvis, acting for the colony, cleverly implied throughout the trial that the massacre was racial in motivation and that the fair-skinned victims were subject to the most savage treatment, preventing all but the most preliminary preliminary identification of the remains. Miss Erica Carlyle, defeated in her efforts to rescue her brother, left several weeks ago, but is surely comforted now by the triumph of justice. And I dare say a few millions won't hurt. Yeah, so no, no dental records check then, for example. I, d- I think they did have <laughs> levels of dental records. Yeah, I, that I depends on how savagely the bodies have been treated, really, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, and how, uh, how in Kenya you are at the time, I suppose. Yeah. Can um, I just say, having just looked at the, pi- at the picture... That is one of the scariest bunch of people I've ever... ever I ever will been. say... Mark, you're I still love. looking at our thumbnails on the Hangout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do dig up a, a mission, a, a photograph of the Carlisle expedition before they leave. Um, I agree. Oh I, God, it's not after they got back. <laughs> this is not my favourite art style because they mm. not, none of them look entirely human. And no. They kind of look dead. Yeah. I mean, that, that those, one... eye, those eyes really... Really, don't zoom in for the love of God. I've zoomed in, <laughs> and I really wish I hadn't. <laughs> You've got cataracts. It's yeah. Uh, they, and it's, the, the uh, guy at the back there with the bow tie looks a bit like somebody's done a sort of waxwork reconstruction of Matt Smith. <laughs> now that is Roger Carlyle, and, and the lads in the sun for a bit. Though, yeah, though I, I can also. The only one this. whose eyes don't look too bad is the one on the uh, far left. Yeah, that's uh, Robert Houston. Okay, I, so I, yes, do, do we have do we have two more names for because we've only had four named members of the expedition before? Well, do, do, uh, does, does this picture come with a caption? It does. Um, the the black woman at the back is not mentioned in the caption. It says the Carlisle expedition from left to right. Um, Doctor Robert Houston, Sir Aubrey Penhue. She is kind of holding on to Robert Carlisle with a rather proprietary. Oh, Miss Hypatia Masters, Roger Carlyle, and Jack, <laughs> open quotes, brass, close quotes, Brady. Really? I'm afraid so. Yeah. Well, it's not as if we had a character called John this time. <laughs> 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 and, um, and apparently her and uh, Hypatia and Jack are friends too. Oh, yeah, it depends where his hand is. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm looking, I'm more interested in hers. Um, well, hers are at the front. Oh, no, her, no. Her. Yeah, what? Yeah. Unless yeah, you're thinking she's about to rip open her jacket because <laughs> being that close to the man is more than any woman can stand. No, just, 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 just the, 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 the body language. Okay. I, I am pleased you gentlemen all felt similarly about the artwork because unfortunately this is, well, I, I don't want to disrespect the artist, that is very good, but the, the facial features, I, I'm not a, a fan of. This well, I, w- I will readily admit but I, that I couldn't do that well in, in terms of making okay. recognisable people, but I still yeah. don't like the style. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that, that, so say me, 
Yeah. I may not know art, but I know what I like. So let us assume. Let us assume, for the sake of argument, that these these do not, in fact, look like the um, uh, glaucous mutants that that, that they. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> that these look like normally. These are probably facial reconstructions done with what was left of the actual faces. <laughs> That would be excusable if all the other faces this particular artist true didn't also <laughs> look very similar. Um, okay. Do you so, work from life? Well, not as such. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the name. It's Pickman or something. I can't remember where they got him from. Um, so Wait, that's Pickens, what you that picked up. Okay. The time. Um, you, uh, you briefly consider contacting Eric Carlisle, but you do remember, Roger, that she is... I, I think you were very wise earlier when you suggested if you've got no inf- new information, she has already spoken to the press a lot, and it is acknowledged at social circles that you generally don't bring up Roger and the Carlisle expedition. My feeling is that I can, pr- I can probably get in to see her once, and let's, n- let's yes. not blow that just yet. Right. So, um, while you do your research, you wonder what Jackson could possibly want. The 15th of January slowly rolls round, um, and while, on the the morning, while you're wondering, well, it's the 15th, we're in New York, um, in, incidentally, you're welcome to look through the tourist papers. The thing about New York in January 1925, it's the first blizzards that has occurred for since records began, but since records haven't actually officially begun, that's a necessarily <laughs> We've been running this, this headline every year. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's incredibly bad snow, so the streets are piled up with snow. People have been Jeez. going out into the streets to help out um, clear so that. Walking down a main street and you're walking in about six, eight inches of snow. We're talking blizzard levels. of. Um, yeah. but the last one occurred probably three or four days ago, and although the streets are still piled with snow, it is now at least travelable um, around New York, which it wasn't for a day or so. Um, the Your telephone rings, Roger. You, you actually have a telephone in your apartment. But of course. Sits there for five minutes, waiting for somebody to answer it, before he remembers he's alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you, you, you must have staff, Roger, surely. I would assume, uh, General Frank Totem. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Elias on the phone for you, sir. Oh, jolly good, jolly good. Uh, that's my moment. Get out of bath. <laughs> <laughs> or hot champagne, sir? Do we, I say, do we have to? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jackson, old fruit, how, how devil are you doing? Abbotsford, is that you? Indeed, indeed. Yeah, you got my telegram. Absolutely, absolutely. The others there? Yes, yes. Mm. Okay. Waiting on okay. every word, old thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, I'm in the Chelsea. You know it? Chelsea Hotel? Mm, jolly good. Room 410. Be there at 8pm, okay? Right here. Goes dead. Already, oh, right. I thought... Bloody hell. Oh, sorry. Oh. Steady on. <laughs> I feel. I feel that, that that is unfair foreshadowing for those two. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> um, okay. What are you doing, gentlemen? I'll obviously pass that on. Um, 
Oh, right. Um, are we meeting for dinner then, or are we going to be eating beforehand? I'd say I'd say it beforehand. It did, did seem a bit fraught, and people do forget such uh, vital matters. There is, in your tourist pictures, there is a uh, photo of the Hotel Hotel Chelsea, circa 1925. It's uh, What doesn't come across in the black and white picture is it's a huge red brick edifice, quite impressive looking. Right. Mm-hmm. Tend not to work, you tend not to see it's the fact that it's red brick in black, in and, black white. and white. In black and white, it's hard to go. For those of you watching in black and white, the, um, the red is just adjacent to the pink. Pink, yes. Hmm. It is a, a, a high class establishment. From what you remember of Jackson, I mean, you've always said he's welcome to stay around your house, but he prefers staying in the hotel. He's, he's, He's based in Chelsea, in Chelsea. He's based in New York a lot of the time, but he often stays in the hotel. It is published, you vaguely remember, it is in New York somewhere too. Mm, well, it, it, it's, it's probably a little more downtown than I am. I like, like a bit of quiet at night that I can shatter with parties. <laughs> uh, well, uh, shall we perhaps get a light snack before we head out and then get over there yeah. in plenty of time? I'd say so. Uh, okay, Dave. Perhaps try some of the local food? Oh, oh the, the quaint native cuisine. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> you have strong feelings on this, too. Uh, have, you, uh, have you eaten the stuff that the New Yorkers eat? No, well, not really, no. A- apparently no. it's called a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a real one, surely. Well, occasionally I've seen them wagging. <laughs> you see, you're, you're having us on here. I mean, we're, we're world travellers, old boy. You're not going to fool us like that. Yes, yeah, dogs yeah. are awfully expensive. We're not some, um, what do you call them, greenhorns. <laughs> I, of course, a lot of restaurants at the time will charge an extortionate amount for the food, but throw in a free drink while they're at it. Well, that's um, reasonable of them. Oh, look, it's a, it's a cup of, oh, slightly acrid tea. Um <laughs> <laughs> Right, yes. sir, my tea's on fire. <laughs> Don't go shouting it, sir. Um, okay. It comes around to what sort of time do you want it to be before you head round to the jail? Well, we want to give ourselves plenty of time. We'd probably ask maybe somebody on the desk how long we should allow, and could they get a cab for us? Yeah, cabs are... Uh, the desk in the sense of my man. Well, yes. <laughs> I'm well, just yeah, thinking but, generally. But Obviously, I don't deal with the intermediaries. I'm just sort of looking at the big. I plans. mean, presumably, you, you're, you're. I mean, are you in a house or are you in a um, an apartment? I would yeah. an apartment in a in, in in a managed building. Yeah, I thought there's there's going to be a nothing flashy, thing. just the top floor or two. Yeah, yeah just kind of like, that'd be a con- concierge or whatever, wouldn't it? Or yes, there yes, will be. Yes, but uh, because I have staff to talk to the staff. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I arranged ah, yes. a taxi for you, one of the famous uh, New York yellow taxis. Given the okay. weather, we probably do want to leave a, a bit of spare time. Yes. Yes, I'd better check that I've got enough warm clothes, because quite frankly, I wasn't really expecting this uh, coming to New York in January. Uh, luckily, I didn't just pack for the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Berlin gets a bit nippy, I can tell you. So uh, I probably have uh, one of those... Very, very fashionable fur coats, uh, as seen on the likes of Patrick Trout as Doctor Who. That was that is incredibly fashionable. 
Yeah. Well, you are in, in terms a, of being tooled up, probably just the pistol that you know one one has to carry in the colonies. You are uh, allowed to carry handouts. Uh, handouts. Hand you're hand out. you're licensed to carry handouts throughout America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're going to need that license. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, uh, you. Uh, I, I don't know how many people are actually packing heat, but it is legal to carry a handgun yeah. in New York as long as you well, don't flash it around. I love um, how you throw in the lingo there. Packing what heat. I don't. I don't know how many people are packing heat. <laughs> Why? Well, um, yes, of course I have a private um, officer. It, it has a portrait um, of um, your um, late President um, Lincoln on it. Um, excuse me, gentlemen. Why are we hiring a taxi when my car is just downstairs? Because we've seen you drive. Uh, no, we could. We can do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Edwin. I'm, I'm more, Edwin, I'm are you than going than, at sensible considering blizzard levels, or are you going at? Less than sensible, considering. Um, well, it depends on. Okay, so define sensible. Uh, so, what will you on next week? Crash into a I, I will probably not skid that much. I mean, it would be a Watson Hall record to have everyone die before. <laughs> 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 in the in the uh, particular campaign we're on, I'm um, just thinking of the grip on the sort of tyres a 1920s car has. <laughs> it's it's so it? narrow. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I think, think that works quite well in snow. In the 20s, no, I mean, no, no, because because bear in mind, if you've got a, a really narrow wheel, what it does is it actually cuts through the snow and actually works. Yeah, really? have you ever driven in New York snow? <laughs> There's a lot of it. <laughs> Um, it is snowing as you head out of the door, lightly. Nothing like it has before. Oh, it's it's right. not a snowstorm. You arrive at Chelsea in one piece. It's one big flat piece. <laughs> but um, oh, uh, oh, you wet more wine. Um, <laughs> um, Chelsea, the Hotel Chelsea, is in the Manhattan neighbourhood of Chelsea, a rather upper-class area. It's a 12-storey, huge red brick ed- edifice with a magnificent staircase. Um it was an apartment building, but it's been a hotel for about 20 years now. And you walk into reception, you're waved through by the um, doorman. Oh, okay. Well, I presume that uh, he's expecting us uh, 410, did you say? Roger. Sorry? They probably recognised Roger, um, or Babbittsfoot, I should say. 410 was the room number. Right, um, well, presumably they'll, uh, if, if we go to the desk, they'll call up and, uh, who meets us down here? I, I don't suppose we should go barging in on his, the actual room. Uh, so you, you want me to call up to room 410, sir? Uh, yes, if you could, uh, just tell him that, uh, his party has arrived. Of course, sir. Uh, no answer, sir. Oh, uh, well, he's probably getting ready still, um... Uh, maybe eating, eating in the restaurant? Oh, well, could be down the hall in the in the shower or bath or whatever. Well, I mean, um, no, I mean, the restaurant here is is okay. Oh well, perhaps he's already in there. Then um, would you would you know for Mister? Oh, actually, is he using his real name? Yeah, I know he tends not to do that. Uh, what name would you like me to look for? So no, sorry, I was, this was me turning to uh, to Rabbit's Foot rather than just <laughs> over to the, the guy and saying. Um, he may be using a false name. Could you go through the entire guest book, and I'll see if one of them sounds likely. Axon Gelias. 
Uh, so, uh, Mr. Flax and Jelly Arse, that sounds about right. <laughs> oh, hey, let, let, let's run up and uh, surprise him, shall we? Oh, fair enough, yes. Oh, uh, I'm afraid it's a bit late for that. We, well, I suppose he may want to, to discuss something in private, so we should probably go up anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and I really need to resettle all that money he lent me. Oh, well, yeah. Um, if you wouldn't mind just calling him again, just to let him know uh, we're up, uh, I presume he was indisposed. Of course, sir. Thank you. He's ringing. Are, are you heading up? We're going to head up. Yeah. Just, yep. just so he's got a bit of, you know, forewarning. Tip the guy. Tip okay. the guard manning the lift. Yeah. As you're, um, as you're going up in the lift uh, and the doors are shut in front of you, the, the guy on reception puts the phone down and and puts his hands up. In it. <laughs> what a quitter! <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, expression. You arrive on the fourth, the fourth floor. Of the hotel Chelsea. Sorry. But the Raiders gone a bit New York. Because that's where you're you right now. <laughs> Do you think that's what it's gone? Well, the Raiders had a stroke course, a reaper. That's what it's All right. Um, I can't wait to get to Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The room, uh, the door number 410 is in front of you. Tap, tap. I, I say, Jackson. Let's have listen rolls, gentlemen. Uh, shan't. It's going to be a spectacular... Oh, 50. Um, actually, listen's quite high, isn't oh, it? 43. Oh, no, it's 25. 40, <laughs> no. 43, out of, 43 out of 45. Oh, well done, you. Yeah, your listen's gone up, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, uh-huh. as... Oh, that's the only reason I've passed. Just before um, Rabbit's Foot Pipes are... Um, you, um, Edward, just, just uh, almost subliminally, um, you hear a <laughs> kind of noise uh, from the other side of the room and scuffling. Um, okay. And then Roger says, "Hello, old chap," um, and uh, knocks on the door. Right. I try the. Okay. I immediately move past uh, Rabbit, Rabbit's foot, and try the door. Okay, Rabbit's foot is immediately, uh, rather rudely pushed out of the way by Edwin, who walks up to the door and tries, uh, puts his hand on the knob and turns it. Nothing happens. The door is locked. Okay, can I kick the door down, or or would it be quicker for me to try and pick it? The kicking is going to be quicker than picking. Um, well, these colonial customs continue to escape me. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I heard a, I heard a scream in there. Say. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to assume that I know how to kick a kick, where to kick on a door. You know. Let's have a strength by five roll. Um, you're kicking it rather than shouldering it open. Yeah, I'm kicking. Right, so you're I'm taking shouldering. a step back, lifting it for the kicking right where the lock is. Well, just 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 about six inches below, isn't it? I suppose. I'm sure I saw that in the, in the uh, Every Boy Survival Guide or whatever it is. <laughs> I, I think you would uh, know, Edwin. Uh, so my strength is thirteen. So I roll uh, sixteen. Wow! Let's say that's not quite a critical. But okay, what are you two doing? So Edwin pushes uh, Rabbit's foot out of the way. I have, to, I have said, yeah, I've heard scream. Yeah, I've, I've heard a scream inside. I'm gonna assume you're just slightly taken aghast at this point, unless you want to do something in the meantime. Hey, I, I, I think I might uh, get out the old war souvenir. 
Very good, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are all slightly terrified as to so what is meant by that. What, what, why, the Royal Tank Regiment, of course. <laughs> Colonel owes me a favour. <laughs> well, I, I've got a pretty impressive nickname for mine, but good heavens. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, the, the old big elephant Stand back, no, ladies the, and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm unveiling the royal tank regiment. <laughs> no, the, the, this is simply an unreasonably large revolver. Even, by, even <laughs> by even by the standards of the day, it's quite unreasonably large. I've only got a large. 38. I feel so inadequate. So, Campion, <laughs> the, the day has gone uh, slightly unexpectedly in that Edwin is uh, proceeding to kick the door open while Rabbit's foot uh, is is pulling his packet out and and uh, cocking it. Are you doing anything? I'm going to stand back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't. Really okay. think I should stand back. I will, however, possibly reach in my uh, coat. Assuming I can find my coat under all uh, my coat pocket under all this fur, I shall reach for my revolver as well. Uh, the door flies open and smacks into the the wall behind it, or it would do if there wasn't someone standing behind it, hoping to ambush anyone who came through the door. Do you get a damage bonus, Edwin? I don't think you. No, do. I don't. I'm, I'm 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 strong, but I'm very small. Let's have a quick dodge roll. For I'm, I'm a, uh, life I'm... is too short to be little, as Benjamin Disraeli said. Yeah. Think large. I'm I'm size nine, which is which is perfect for a pilot. Um, not large and heavy. 40, and to be honest, they don't have to kick doors open very often, particularly not this period. Uh, roll a d6 for me, please, Edwin. Okay, I roll. And I do roll... Oh, no steampunk dice. Uh, I roll a three. Three. Okay. The door swings open rapidly. There's a kind of a meatier thud than you're expecting for a door that's going to hit... Uh, the, uh, a, well, the, the other side of the wall. Uh-huh. And, then, oh, and a groan. So um, presumably he's come to answer the door and you've just smashed him in the face with it. <laughs> the, uh, the door opens directly onto the bedroom. Uh, what you can all see is that there is one man crouching over um, uh, a, a, a man lying on his back, uh, a black man lying on his back. Um, there is red, glistening, uh, pink-white things... Um, coming out of his abdomen in a way that is, is not necessarily a good sign, but those of you who have been in the war would recognise as intestines. Um, uh, there's a gurgling noise coming from him, but the man crouching over him is wearing a, a kind of a cheap suit and a, a weird headband with a red kind of flannel uh, strip dangling down from it. There is another man um, at the other side of the room by the window uh, opening it and there is a a man behind the door um, clutching his nose from which <laughs> up, um, with a, a curved uh, it looks a bit like a machete um, some, at first glance it's basically a machete that he has in his hand again right. he is wearing a headband with a, a weird flannel in fact they're all wearing these headbands with this red flannel strip the man on his back on the bed is Jackson, and he's clutching at his belly and gurgling. Right, okay. Well, we've obviously got plenty of time to save him. Um, um, Dexterity, who's first in the, in the old Dex front? Eleven. That would actually be Campion. Uh, I was say, I think I was actually fairly decent. 17, Dex. Yes, um, well, how about... Uh, there's a chap trying to get out the window, isn't there? So I think, I think the thing to do is to shout, um, stop there or I'll shoot, and then shoot him in the back. 
<laughs> it's, it's worked for me. He warned him first. That's perfectly fine. Well, Let's... it's going to be my word against his. <laughs> he ran at me, officer. And backwards. Um, the uh, the man opening the door is uh, a white man with crazy eyes. The other two men are uh, both black. For your and, and I'm guessing that, that a strip of red flannel is not the side of the Abnormal Surgeons Guild of North America. Uh, well, they would have to make an error. Possibly the, the amateur division, by the look of it. Um, okay, John, let's have a firearms roll. Okay, this is not my forte. I have a one in five chance, and I have r- rolled five percent. Uh, so that's that's quite good, actually. That's quite good. Would that be one fifth of your skill? Uh, that's a quarter of my skill. I've got twenty percent. Oh, a look a bit. Okay, what damage is it? Like a D10 plus just a D10. Just a D10. Uh, five. <laughs> you um. Okay, you, you scream, "Hold or I'll fire!" Stop or I'll fire! And then but he can't hear me over the sound of the shot. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll fire. Um, he... Sorry, Mark. Are you saying? Oh, is Mark on the phone or something? Is he deliberately? Okay. Sorry, I just noticed he was uh, muted, uh, but I think he's deliberately again. muted. So that's fine. Sorry, Carol. Um, he uh, uh, cries out, um, and blood begins seeping down from a wound towards his right shoulder. But with his left shoulder, he pulls the window open. Um, he pulled it open with his left shoulder? With his left shoulder, indeed. Uh, with the thing attached to the left shoulder. I forget the name of these things now. Um, uh, it's the torso, I think. <laughs> um, I'll shout for the police while I'm doing this, then. <laughs> Let's uh, just quickly... Scream blue murder. Oh, tell you what. Um, tell you what. Um, so he's by the window. Let me just uh, consult my cheat sheet. Um, just going to have a quick word with my darling wife, and then uh, I shall I shall return forthwith. Right. Uh, of course. Of course. Um, I forgot to put that dexterity scores on here, which is rather foolish of me. His is... Oh, I've got to convert it back again. Stupid 7th edition. Um, that, um, <laughs> that would uh, be... Oh, he's a quick one. Um, okay, a dex 16 um, would be Edwin. I'll let one of you guys decide what Edwin is doing this round. I, th- right. I, I believe he had no weapon in hand, but he but he does no. have a door, which makes quite an effective weapon, really. Yes, not so good at range, perhaps. But but, uh, but, but uh, giving it, giving another uh, bash to the bloke caught behind the door does seem reasonable. They're just no, kicking I, the door again very hard. I, 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 I concur. Body slamming it or whatever. Uh, strength check for Edwin. Um, strength by five uh, again, um, which would be seventy five. Uh, sorry, sixty five or less in his case. Shall I roll it? Makes no difference to me. Uh, a roll of 18, so yes. Very much so. Uh, D6. Oh, now, now you're talking complicated dice. I'm sorry. Uh, two. Shouldn't be that complicated for a GURPS man, should it? <laughs> he would have thought. He would cake well with um, The door slams back into him again. Um, at, at the same time, he tries to sort of dodge out of the way um, well, not so much dodge out of the way, but move backwards so he can swing his machete towards 
Edwin, who would be the first person he can reach. Edwin will attempt to defend himself with some sort of block. Um, he does not need to, because the man rolls a 92 um, and swings his machete into the wall opposite, which sticks into the wall, and he looks at you with a slightly fearful expression. Oh, the man um, is about to be shot. Must feel right, Charlie. <laughs> Dex, 15, 40, 13. The white man, um, who was crouching over Jackson, um, uh, pulls his machete, puts his hand over Jackson's throat, uh, puts his hand over Jackson's face, and draws his blade over Jackson's neck. Oh, the absolute cad. Let's have sanity checks, please, gentlemen. Oh, you absolute cad. Watch your good, good friend Jackson Elias brutally murdered before your eyes. Yes, no problem at all. Yep. I just clarify that doesn't mean you're not bothered. It well, can I, can I just clarify that I didn't really know him that well, and he did lie to us <laughs> the first time he met us, so I'm not that concerned. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, you can all lose one sanity regardless, so screw you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this is not going terribly well, particularly for Jackson. Are we dead yet? Well, we oh, are not. You is. And actually, you are doing quite well. You've you've survived an attack quite nicely. You kicked the door into the man. You, you basically kicked the door again because you thought that seemed to work last time. Uh, the man uh, whose nose is really looking rather in poor shape now tried to swing his machete at you, but swung it into the wall, uh, to the side of the door, and got it stuck in the wall. Um, now it would be uh, rabbit's foot's go. Harangue? Sorry? Yeah, that's the sort of noise it would make when it slammed into the wall, yes. I think. <laughs> yes. Curve machete. Harangue. I think it's time to uh, use this bally old Webley Mark Six gun that won the Empire, all that. Right, what, so the man is in front of you with his hands on the machete trying to pull it out of the wall. Yeah, it, it, it's, the, it's the white guy who's my primary target. He's perhaps less urgent a target than he was before. Right. Given what he's just done, but he is still my target. He's the guy I was theoretically aiming at if we were doing it at that resolution, so I think he's the guy I'm shooting at. Okay. Uh, so you have to sort of drop prone and shoot under the other guy, but that's not a problem, particularly. Or drop to your knees, not necessarily prone. Okay. Is, Fire he, is he within my decks in feet or whatever it is? I, I don't know. Uh, he is. Roll, he's close range. Um, roll of 19, that'll be a normal hit. Okay. Damage. This is a scary large bullet. Uh, ooh, natural 10. That will be 12 points. <laughs> okay, so uh, the secret <laughs> of events is that um, uh, the, the white guy crouching over Jackson puts his hand over Jackson's face, draws his machete blade across Jackson's neck. There is a gout of blood which sprays up, and then the man falls back with a bullet between his eyes. Your timing isn't that great, but your aim's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we possibly need to ask them at least one or two questions here, guys. Okay. Well, perhaps not him. Well, no. It might be like, a bit of a hiding to nothing, really. Okay, uh, top of the round, next round would be Dex. Uh, so it would be uh, Campion again. Well, same same deal here. I'm presuming this guy isn't actually out of the window yet. Uh, you so, reckon it will be? Well, let's see if I can... Whatever you're about to do. 
Uh, 43, now I've missed. So you shoot again? Yeah, but possibly I've taken the window out, I don't know. Okay, he, uh, where should I write his text? That was a very clever one, was it? Oh yeah, um, he scuppers, he clambers out of the window, uh, and onto the fire escape outside, and starts to move down. In that case, I will turn as if I'm about to run towards the stairs for my next turn. Okay. And Edwin, um, you have a, a gentleman in front of you who's... Uh, you're both acting at roughly the same time, actually, but he takes his hands off the machete and swings at, uh, to throw a punch at you. Okay. So that means he's not dodging, because he's acting the same round as you. You can either dodge yourself, or you can... I was him. planning on kicking him in the nuts, actually. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, let's uh, simultaneously... So it is a classic you. move. Yeah. He well, swings I'm... at you. Um, and you swing at him. Well, I kick at him. Like a couple um, of so, assuming I've not got any higher skill than the normal 25, I've rolled 25. That's a hit. Um, he... Yeah. His fist connects with your face at roughly the same time as your foot connects with his testicles. Um, they have a D3 um, damage from you. It's gone a bit Buster Keaton here, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, well, no, if I'm doing... It's D6, isn't it? No, I think fist... Oh, it's kicked a bit more. It is, isn't it? Is it yeah. D4? D6. A D6? So that's heckles. Five points. <laughs> That is one way to go, isn't it? That is kind of smart. <laughs> That's uh, not a killing blow, is it? I mean, it can be. One more point, that would be a major win for me. Wow. Um, he needs to make a con roll. Uh, you take one damage. Uh, he, he punches you in the face. Um, bloody hell. Um, I swear this con. Ironically, pivoting you backwards and swinging your leg up with even more force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 13... By five, that's not a pass, is it? Oh my God, you've testicled him unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's have a check here in my quick roll. Um, no, yeah, okay. You, um, he punches you. You kick him. He crouches in agony, bashes his head on the wall, uh, and drops to the floor. Oh, unconscious. Um, it is now uh, around. 15, 13, okay. Um, the white guy who was crouching over Jackson isn't doing anything this round because he's dead. Um, rabbit's foot. He's dead. There's a man disappearing down the fire escape. There is a uh, unconscious gentleman in front of you and a man that you shot through the head. And you're to blame. Who knows that that the just, blue just, don't just, actually go shot through the head and you're to blame. Definitely not. You no. give love for bad name, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Um, has anybody got first aid? Uh, so, um... I admire uh, optimism. <laughs> rabbit's foot, it's your go. Yes, um... I have very slightly more than base first aid. To be honest, I think that's probably what I'd do. I mean, no, nobody's shooting at us in here right now. No. I think I think I would do what I can for Jackson. 
you'd rush yeah. over. Um, yeah, yes. that would be good. That, that to me. From his neck. Uh, first aid roll. I feel you're looking critical here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zero one. No, uh, normal success. Normal success. Your normal success tells you that he's going to die. I mean, you can press a towel into his neck if you like. Um, but I, I he's think already sustained a major abdominal wound. Do what I can to make him comfortable. Probably a bit fatal. He grabs your hand as it is. He grabs some sheets and push them onto his neck to try and stem the flow. And getting a bit of a spray in the eyes. Um, uh, he grabs your hands as you're pushing the towel into you and, and kind of leans up. He's trying to say something. <laughs> Sounds like it's Welsh. Go, go, go. He's rambling, poor fella. <laughs> He, he's trying to speak, but his windpipe has been severed, which has made it rather tricky. G- going by my 35% knowledge of first aid, I don't really feel there's a lot I can actually do to help with that. And them a pencil and pad? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, that they'll be, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll have, they'll have pad, pad and pen in the, in, in the room. Or just get him to write up, dip into his abdomen and write <laughs> on the wall with his finger. <laughs> Okay, um, top of the round again, Campion. You were, what, turning around and heading for the stairs? Downstairs? I'm running like mad to the stairs. I'm going to go about three floors down. Yeah. Bearing in mind where, um, where the room that, uh, the guy just went out the window was. Yes. And I'm going to go and, and hammer on the door for that one. And if nobody comes within, you know, three heartbeats, I'm going to try and kick the door down and charge through and get out the window onto the fire escape and hopefully intercept the guy. Excellent idea. I'll do that all this round. <laughs> okay, you're running downstairs, um, yeah. and I will um, get some wine. Why don't you think about what's next to do? I'll probably get murdered by some guy on a fire escape, I guess. <laughs> yeah. well, I hope it'll be well, red wine. So. Oh, this could have gone better. Couldn't to be fair, it do, that does always happen with this, except for that game that Martin ran when his wife very nearly managed to save the wife of Jackson Elias, and thus completely shortcut the entire campaign. <laughs> <laughs> right, gentlemen, we're effectively out of combat now. You have one unconscious... Um, I was going to say, can I... Can mofo? I not, so, so, so uh, yes. when, did, when did the guy go through the and down onto the fire escape? Um... Uh, just after you, um, you have got time. It was, the, it was the same round that you were kicking the guy in the Jacobs. Yeah, just after the guy drops in front of you, okay. the guy so disappears from sight. Can I run over to the window and draw my revolver at the same time? Yeah, don't see why not. You're not moving very far to do that. Okay, but he is running down it. You know, a zigzag fire escape, open metal railing. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, there's open and there's firing a bullet through it. Mm. Open. Well, I was thinking of climbing out onto the fire yeah, escape, leaning, o- le- leaning over, and uh... just as I pop my head out of the window, <laughs> it's rattling a bit. This fire escape, as he runs down it. Um, but yeah, you're, you're climbing out. Yeah. Okay. What's your size? Nine. It's small. Oh, yeah. he's wee, but it's my Um <laughs> it, it was uh, it was either this or a jockey in the steeplechase that, uh, <laughs> and he he went for the uh, the whole piloting thing. 
So we've got. No, unfortunately, I'm better with a rifle than I am with a pistol. But uh, New York, New York, have this thing about me walking around with a rifle on my back. Now, I suppose what you really need is is a machine gun with a plane attached to it. Ideally, <laughs> ideally, yes. I mean, I'm rather good at that. <laughs> Tricky. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. You step out onto the fire escape. It's rattling as the guy runs down, down, further down. Okay, can I aim and, can I aim and fire, please? I mean, he is currently probably one, maybe two floors below you. So, what are you leaning out to shoot? Yeah. Now, or are you just shooting straight through the floor? No, I'm leaning. Okay, you will have to wait because he only sort of you can you can aim at a position where you think he's going to be, yeah. and he will. It probably pop out, you know. Probably, um, but it's hard because he's not invisible all the. He's not visible all the time. Um, meanwhile, Rabbit's foot. Uh, your friend is expiring before your eyes. You feel the grip on your hand, on your arm, getting weaker. <coughs> oh, Look, what would you have done if we'd all spent the last four years taking medical training? <laughs> it would <laughs> then it would have been a different adventure, but it turns out you didn't. Um, <laughs> he uh, the light in his eyes goes out yeah, as I'm, he comes back to the bed. Basically, I've, I've done my best to make him comfortable, but that's that's all I can do. I think that's going to be another sanity roll, uh, Rabbit's foot. Ah, it reminds me of a war. He's seen, he's seen enough people die in his eyes. Uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, but he's not caused this one. Um, okay. <laughs> I didn't cause this one. This isn't one of your first aid rolls, mate. A veritable hit. Okay. Meanwhile, Campion, let's have a luck roll from you. Yes, let's do that. Don't Let's not do that. Don't fumble. 85. Yeah. 85. Yeah. 70 on luck, I'm afraid. Lucky, I'm exciting, lucky. Don't you mind what I'm, what I'm planning on doing. Yeah, I'm fairly lucky. I've got 70, but 85, unfortunately, is not lucky. Okay. You, These you, things happen. I'm lucky in Jackson Elias. <laughs> you hear a sort of a, a kind of a, a creaking. Someone is coming down towards the door, but they're moving quite slowly. Uh, towards the door of the room. Towards the door of the room. Right. Stand back, I'm coming through. They will then hear the sound of oh. a, a man banging the hotel door. <laughs> okay, let's have eight strength by five. Oh my, oh my god, I've just looked at my strength, I'd completely forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> right. so this um, is room 210, I'm assuming. Uh, 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 yeah, something like that. Um, wow, I've got a strength of seven. <laughs> I've rolled 65. There is indeed a dull thud from outside this poor person's door. <laughs> Would it not be better for you to put your shoulder against it? You you hear a plaintive voice from the other side of the door. <laughs> Hello? Open the door! <laughs> okay. oh, open the door and get some ice. Edwin, <laughs> uh, this chap is close to the alley uh, below. Um, the uh-huh. alley is full of rubbish because the police that the rubbish hasn't really been collected uh, recently but he, he kind of you've been aiming at a point where you think he's got to swing around this way to get down and he he pops out and you take a shot okay let's have a go it's not within your decks and feet i'm afraid but it's just a normal i've rolled a one. <laughs> oh my god 
Marvelous. Okay, yeah, let's have... Do you want double damage or roll the dice twice? Uh, what is it for What is my revolver? I can't remember. Normal the gun is D10. D10. Excessive so, gun is D10 plus two. I think I think yours is about the same as mine, just a D10. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, so that's 14 points of damage. Okay. Um, this, uh, this guy in the shabby suit, he's just about to sort of... He leans out so he can swing on the, the ladder to swing down into the alley. And he's obviously just going to try and drop down. But as he does that, you shoot him through the ear. Um, and he just drops like a stone. And it's dangling. Did um, you say you were going to save someone to talk to? Mark? I have. Yeah, the, the, there's the one with who's going to need the ice pack on his crotch when he wakes up. <laughs> uh, and he's, he's so everyone else can be murdered, is that it? Oh, we need one alive. And um, allow me to introduce you to the way the laws of New York work in terms of self-defense when you are extremely rich. <laughs> <laughs> Same as all the other laws that work in New York when you're extremely rich. Um, John, um, hello? Um, the, the <laughs> slow foot treads um, coming towards... Open the door! Open the door! <laughs> okay, there's a, a slightly fumbling noise. <laughs> and a very the door opens, a very sweet old dear... In a nightgown. Please tell me there's a chain. Please tell me there's <laughs> <laughs> a chain. I don't know if they had chains in the 20s. Well, chains in the 20s. Tw- I'm pretty certain that the I chain mean, dates back a little further than that. Probably they did. So the door opens on a chain, and a very sweet elderly lady. Oh, I'm not um, going to rest my shoulder by barging it together. In a nightgown. I'm sort of, Hello, can I help you? Um, I, I hold up my um, revolver as if it's a badge. Let me just check your appearance. Hold, my appearance is fantastic. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, um, no, it's, it's hotel, me, hotel security, look, madam. I need to come in. You, uh, I, I'm going to look terrifying. Uh, let's have a fast talk. Roll. Is it about the point that I see a man fall past the window? It's about the uh, fast talk. Don't forget to tick your skills that you succeed in. Jeff. Oh, right. I'd completely oh, yeah, forgotten. Because um, yeah. I did actually succeed at uh, Revolver earlier, didn't I? You yeah, did? I did. Um, right. Fast talk. I've just blown. That's 84. Uh, oh, no, 64. Not 84. Sorry, I wrote 64 and I've got 17 fast talk. And I listened. Oh, 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 oh. Woman uh, slides the bolt open and, and opens the door. And at, as she slides the bolt, there is a gunshot outside the window. Oh! Watch my chest. Anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're fine. If you've heard it, you're fine. Don't worry. Um, I'm sure that's not strictly true unless you die instantly if you get... Yeah, plus you don't generally feel them from the shock. Um, she opens the door. Uh, uh, is there some kind of burst? <laughs> Madam, this is not the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I run over to the window. Okay, you run over to the window to see a uh, a dead man in a shabby suit with a, a hole in his ear, dripping blood from the other side of his head, sort of swaying gently, uh, almost peacefully. I'm just going to draw the curtains. Okay. Madam... Please don't look out of your window. Was that a gunshot? Uh, yes, I'm afraid so. Um, oh. there, there's a pervert with a revolver. And 
<laughs> I don't want him to see you uh, so that you might attract his... Um, uh, his, his stranger carnal desires. So oh, stay in here with your curtains. I think you would be interested in someone like me. I did mention he was a pervert, didn't I? <laughs> You'll be quite safe, madam, if you just close the door, and most importantly, you don't remember me. Right, close the door and leave. Okay. Right. I just shot him. I've just run down three flights of stairs, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, Roger, um, Jackson... Is dead. Yes. Sure. Um, you notice while um, while you are first aiding him, uh, or well, it's not so much failing to first aid him; it's just that there isn't really anything you could have done. Um, there are wounds to his head. Um, someone has carved something into the skin of his forehead. Um, uh, put, put a sheet on it, and then you pull it back. You can see what it says on the sheet. Um, so do you have to soak it in water first, or is that um, Dick Hell's Frere fix things? I forget, or temporary tattoos. I uh, am, what, uh, what, what, <laughs> what, I, what I will do, I mean, I assume the police are going to be coming, they're going to want to take away the body and all that sort of thing. Um, Even in New York, I think the police will be coming after uh, so, 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 so be... received, there is, uh, there is a copy of the, the symbol that has been okay, but But, but the, in, it, what he's actually doing this is, is, is making quick sketches. Okay. Of, um, yeah, let's have a quick... Uh, you don't have artistry, do you? I do, indeed. Do charcoal sketches. Let's have a roll to see how accurate you copy it. Good heavens, I've actually passed it. N- n- it normal it. success. This is never going to come up again. But <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think okay. snowing, for God's sake. Uh, and make a note that you have a... Uh, well, you've got the handout. Um, you have a perfect copy of the, the kind of star surrounded by two inverted crescent moons on Jackson's forehead. Hmm. Anyway. uh, I love the fact that basically you look at it and then you realise actually that actually is the forehead because that's uh, that's his eyebrow. Yes, it's quite effectively rendered. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what you're thinking. Uh, Meanwhile, (laughs) um, there is the distant sound of a police siren um, as... Uh, Edwin turns around trying to look to, try not to look too smug <laughs> from the uh, corner of the room. Um, and Campion slowly trudges up the stairs. Uh, right. Um, no doubt Jackson will have an ice bucket around somewhere. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, uh, he has got a, a bucket of ice. Uh, there's okay. no champagne or anything, which is slightly uncharacteristic, but uh, yeah. potentially. Um, em- empty the ice bucket over the guy. Who, um, I kicked in the nuts. I'm just going to scoop some of that up in a handkerchief and apply it to my shoulder. Go and sit down. Grumpily. <laughs> um, Jackson's dead. There are papers strewn all around the room. Some have been stuffed in the pockets of the chap on the floor. Um, some have been stuffed in the pockets of the other chap on the floor. The, the, the less unconscious, more dead one um, with the hole in his head. Can I suggest that you guys try and do that, something about that while I um, have a little chat with our friend here? Okay, let's um, discreetly hide these papers around the person of the richest individual in the room who won't be searched. And uh, obviously in my voluminous bear jacket. Okay. Um, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to, to talk to the police. Okay. Uh, the sirens are getting closer. Um 
And as you gather the papers together, I'm sorry to tell you, there is a, a huge <laughs> um, uh, fire. Pass the low handouts coming your way. Ah. <laughs> well, we probably don't have time to look at them right now, to be fair. No, no, you don't. I'm going to drop them into your... Uh, I'll, I'll give you a brief description of what they are as I drop them in. There is a letter um, from someone called Mr. Warren Bassart. There is a... Uh, there is a, a a business card from somewhere called the Pendow, Penhu Foundation. Ah, uh, there is, Aubrey, a, is. A, a, a a matchbook, I believe it or not, from uh, what looks like a bar in Shanghai. Okay, I'm going to be very upset if this isn't actually a fold-out matchbook because I, I distinctly remember that the early Call of Cthulhu things had brilliant yeah, fold-out. Yeah. Make it. You can make it that way, but no, it's hard to put on the internet. Let's put it that way. Um, <sighs> call this advancement? <laughs> no, they don't seem to have moved. Um, well, yes, in the original edition, of course, they, they would come to your house and carve up Jackson Elias for your campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Elias with their, with every campaign. Um, there is. Sorry, that's in cancel. That's why. Oh, okay. Um, the charger in the drawer. Charger? No. I no idea was. that was the arrangement. <laughs> uh, there is a business card for somewhere called Emerson Imports with something written on the back of it. There uh, is on, a copy of a oh, letter right, sorry, from the Library. Uh, Arkham University uh, Library. There is a flyer for a, um, a a lecture about Polynesian cults, death cults. Um, I a lecture by Jackson Elias or by someone else? No, by uh, uh, Professor Anthony Cowles, PhD. Mm-hmm. Shanghai Fun and Friends. Ah, oh, there it is. The Cult of Darkness in Polynesia in the Southwest Pacific. Orkham University, not Miskatonic University. Sorry, Miskatonic. Yeah, I knew I, I knew that didn't sound right when I said it. Uh, uh, I, I just picture them as the other university, you know, the, the university <laughs> in previously Orkham. Orkham Polytechnic. Yeah. <laughs> not sure about that one. It's probably okay, actually. Yeah. It's probably okay. okay. Um, you are, you, you're welcome to have brief glimpses at them. Um, are you staying in the room? Uh, yes, my, my I think it would look awfully suspicious if we left. Okay, the 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 man is uh, the the, uh, the man on the floor. He pour ice on his face. Um, let's give him a con roll. Um, oh, no, he still remains unconscious, but he, he uh, shudders a little bit as you pour ice all over him. Loses three hit points. Do we need to save him, send a man out for more ice? <laughs> Um, I'm going to kick him in the nuts well, again if he doesn't wake up in a minute. What, what I will do is, is call down to the front desk and say, I, I think the police are on their way, but when, when they arrive, get, get them to come up to 410. Uh, is that where the shots came from, sir? I've been fell doings up here, old chap. And an ambulance. Good God. Yes, uh, yes, yes, an ambulance as well. But no, they, they don't need to hurry. Uh, is everything okay, sir? Not really, no. There's been a murder. 
Okay, that's a few minutes pass, at which point a couple of officers come in the room. Oh, thank goodness you chaps are here. Oh, God, what? What the hell? What's... They they get to make a sanity roll for somebody being nice to them. Uh, Yeah, so basically I'm, I'm going to do the standard thing of... Yeah, you know, this terrible thing has happened, which we, of course, were not were not involved with, except in the most peripheral sense. And got, gosh, you, you, chat, you, you have telling the truth about what's happened here. Yes, I think so. Well, we've already come into the to the place, said who we are, and that we're going up. Since he hasn't answered the phone, we're going up to see. Jackson. Yeah, we 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 uh, have we have basically acted in self defence, except for possibly Edwin's last shot, which I will sort of skate over a bit. Um, I'm going to give you a persuade roll, Roger. I'm going to give you a p- bonus dice, partially because you're telling the truth, partially because you have a credit rating. Of like <laughs> partially because you're telling the truth. The truth. I like that. <laughs> um, well, that's good I had a bonus die because I made it with the second one. Normal success. Okay. Um, they believe your story. Sadly, partially because the unconscious guy is a, a black man and you are not. Um... Uh, though the guy dead on the, the, the of course Jackson was a black man too, but um, uh, and, and, the, and the chap with, with a large British Army bullet having eviscerated his head is 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 a white man, so you know these things yeah, are not perfect. He was a rich black man, however. Mm. He um, was, he was, which uh, and, goes and, and some way. So. Money does does generally fix fix an awful lot of it. Can't buy you everything, but it can buy off an awful lot of racism. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, um, if you could just uh, wait here, gentlemen. The, uh, uh, the chief will be here shortly. Which presumably um, Rabbit's foot will know personally. Well, police in this area, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, you, don't, you don't know that. You know the chief of police, but this may be several steps down. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's what I'm saying. Yes. I, 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 I know I, the chief. I, I think the convention in New York is, is, is the uh, Police Widows and Orphans Benevolent Fund. Yes. <laughs> uh, app- app- uh, apparently, based on the level of contributions, I now own three widows and two orphans. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so, sure that's quite how it works. Um, okay. After um, a further half an hour, there, there are some calls. They, they're wait. You're asked to wait on the bed. They put a sheet over Jackson's um, head. They handcuff. Sorry, they put a sheet over his head. Is his guts are hanging out onto the floor, and they think that or back over the place is unseen. His guts are hanging out on the floor. Um, a couple more uniformed officers arrive. Um, they cart away the unconscious man on the floor um, in handcuffs. As Edwin tries to give him another swift kick on the way out of the door. <laughs> Just one more! Just one more! Um, okay, and after probably another 30, 40 minutes... Um, uh, a uh, a plain clothed man. By by this time, I've called room service. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little bit um, kerfuffle. What are you ordering on room service? Oh, surely, surely you could manage a cup of tea. I mean, we've just had this terribly traumatic. Oh, yes, of course. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Um, yeah. But they are, they're not sure whether they should enter the room, unfortunately, but they can leave it out in the corridor. Oh, they certainly shouldn't. Yeah. We, no, should, no, we no. shouldn't really either. No. <laughs> no, well, you're already in the room. <laughs> um, a, a fairly, I don't know, heavy set man enters through. He's at middle age. He's uh, he's um, it's uh, Sergeant got, Bullock, isn't it? Slicks back hair. <laughs> yeah, perhaps um, we should have some coffee sent up for the officers as well. 
but charge it to Jackson's room. Oh, sorry, kind of you. Sorry. Um, uh, the the man uh, walks through the room, um, looks immediately at uh, Rabbit's foot, um, who seems to be the authority figure, as he's British. Um, Campion's not really. I mean, it's revoked. It's British. It's It's very hard to look like an authority figure in this coat. And I'm a sorry little boy. Lieutenant uh, Martin Poole, I'm pleased to meet you, and you are, sir? He looks at uh, Rabbit's foot. Chumley. Splendid to meet you, Lieutenant. Ghastly business. Uh, Lieutenant Poole. Yes, um, yes, yes, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he looks at Edwin, and you are? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, hi, I'm uh, Squadron Leader um, uh, Edwin Parsons. <laughs> Squadron Leader? Um, I get a credit rating, Edwin? Uh, credit rating is not bad, actually. It is 40. Do you want to make a roll on it? Yeah, let's have a go. Uh, no, 61. Okay, but I mean, he's, he's not disrepellent, he's obviously clearly not he, heard of you. No, he's not heard of me. I mean, to be fair... It's probably a good thing if, if a policeman hasn't heard of you, isn't <laughs> it? So, no, um, I'm kind of a World War One ace. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you are a flying ace, though. There was a reasonable chance he actually would have heard of it. There is a reasonable chance. And, and it was a war over there, wasn't it? But I was the highest. Sh- but I was the the highest shooting American, or whatever. You know, whatever he, he looks over to Campion. Uh, Campion, Erasmus, uh, Campion uh, shakes all your hands and turn. Um, I, I'm sorry to detain you here. Um, he looks over at the bed, um, uh, and, and uh, he sort of makes an apologetic. He's not going to ask, "Do you mind?" But he, he slightly apologises. He leans no, over, waves him. There's a, a, an officer uh, next to him as he lifts up. You're oh, crime scene, old chap. Uh, Jesus. Um, he's... Uh, psychology roles, everyone. Oh, psychology, did you say? <laughs> Zero, um, two is what I say. I've actually got something. Oh, really? Yes, I have. I haven't done 25. Uh, and I've rolled 23. Well, I've, I've rolled 47 and I've got oh, five. So. Ow. <laughs> And so two of you made it. Psychology, yep. The astute amongst you is clearly distressed by the sight of this. But he's, you know, he will have seen sights where, you know, he's, he's been a cop in New York uh, during Prohibition. Um, he's seen sights worse than this. There is something more about this that's distressing the him. Thing, the thing I'm curious about, uh, do I get the feeling that perhaps he recognises the, the, the style or the symbol or something like that? Spot on. As you asked directly, he it's it's the mo that's distressing him, not the yes. not the actual killing. Um, and actually, as you're focused on that, you hear him say, "Another one, um, another one." Uh, sorry, Lieutenant, have you seen this sort of thing before? He frowns and looks at the officer. Shrugs and shakes his head. Let's have a. Ooh, what's the equivalent of a charm? Let's have a fast talk role as the equivalent of your sort of charm. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, diplomacy uh, was that's pegged of... me, hasn't it? Uh, uh, five. There, there is no diplomacy 70. in this. So. It, there isn't diplomacy in this. Um, okay. 
There is Charm in seventh, Ed, but I, I feel did like... You just say, uh, did you just say you rolled five? Yes, five. Fast talk of seven, too. Hailed the... That's as good as my shot. He looks at you and he seems to sort of uh, shrug. I mean, you're not... You're not particularly suspects, obviously. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'll look pretty harmless in this coat, I think. I'm assuming I've put the gun away by now. So. <laughs> You've had time to put the gun away. Um, We've all put our guns away. Did uh, you know this man? Oh, yes. Yes, uh, yes this is Jackson Lodge. Hey, We've known him for years. years. We were, would you say you were good friends? Well, uh, I wouldn't say very close. It's been a few years since I've seen him, but... Um, We've we've been through the wars together, you know. Yeah, I mean, did he know Hilton Adams? And he says it, looking at you, see if you, he gets a reaction. I don't believe the name rings any bells. No, I can't say. I mean, he may have uh, have known him, but I'm afraid I don't know. I take it Hilton Adams is a person. Hilton Adams is currently sitting in a cell in Sing Sing, waiting for his appointment with the electric chair for nine murders. Just like this. So you have a suspect already? We have a convicted felon. My God, that's fast work. Oh, hang on, but surely he can't have done it. I I believe uh, being incarcerated usually counts as a reasonably good alibi among these chaps. (sighs) Can you tell me what um, you were doing here? A conversation ensues. Uh, what are you telling me? It's like role-play. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'll, uh, uh, Mr. Elias uh, got, in touch with, got in touch with me a few months back, uh, said, it, said he was going to be in New York and he'd like to meet. Uh, as I say, we've uh, had, some, had some occasional dealings over the years. So naturally we didn't became, really have anything better to do, did we, old boy? Call, call, called him up earlier today. He's, he seemed, uh, well, perhaps, perhaps a little nervous, but... Uh, not, not in immediate danger, so I, I toddled along and uh, saw the well, as, as we've just described to, to your colleagues there, and real off Not the thing like again. Not I, I mean, you, you have... Uh, he seems to trust you, um, and clearly oh, the killing is for self-defence. Um, he's, he's quite... Obviously, the guy the guy on the, uh, on, you know, down on the thing has actually fallen up from there, from the window. Despite the fact that he's got two different calibre bullets lodged <laughs> in his body, clearly... Uh, one of his ear holes is very much larger than the other. <laughs> um, that's, that's fine. Um, and I'm okay. afraid I was too late to, to uh, save our friend here. To... I mean, you won't mind um, uh, if we take your details down uh, for some uh, questions later. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 my, ca- my card. Uh, of course, thank you. Um, I'd appreciate it if you didn't leave the city. Um... Sure, we're not, not planning on going anywhere, I don't think. Well, to be honest, we've only just arrived. And one of, one of the suspects was alive. Well, yeah. still is, as far as we know, unless something drastic is happened on the way out. So he asks, uh, he, he calls up, where's the uh, suspect now, officer? Um, the officer Dib- sort of looks down and... Gotta be Officer Dibble. Um, precinct, precinct 14, sir. Uh, Poole raises his eyebrows... Fourteen. Uh, who who took him? Uh, uh, was um, 
just bear with me a second. <laughs> just make a room in the music. Well, I don't think you, I don't think you need to fear him escaping. He won't run far for quite a while. That's for certain. <laughs> uh, Robson, sir. And um, at the mention of Robson's name, Paul raises his eyebrows. Could you just excuse me a second, gentlemen? Lieutenant. Yes. I can see officer Lieutenant. He certainly um, back. Uh, Lieutenant Lou. Uh, first name. Lieutenant. He beckons the officer out of the door, and there are raised voices in the corridor. And what can we hear? Oh, listen, Rolls. I always fluff for listen, Rolls. Fifteen. Forty. Twenty. It again. Unfortunately I've, t- unfortunately, I've ticked it again. I've t- already ticked it. I, I think your base is twenty-five, isn't it? Mm. Sadly, it is. Sadly. Um, have you, you made it, did you, Edwin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the... Well, you have to be so bloody blasé about it. <laughs> I mean, no, he's made it so well, he gets a chance to improve his ears. Um, <laughs> um, the the sorry, conversation is very much along the lines of what the fuck is Robson doing taking my suspects? Um, I, he said he had authority, sir. Um, I want them back right now. Um, I'll have to talk to Robson about that, sir. No. Get them back now. Uh, and at that point, um, Poole sort of stomps into the room. Um, I'd appreciate it if you made a statement to my uh, officer here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Uh, certainly. Um, we write down now. I have uh, a number of things to do. If you will, will the constable just take the notes, or do we need to write it? Uh, if you could write it, that would. Well, no, fair enough, enough, Lieutenant. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Officer, uh, Lieutenant. Um, oh, Officer Tenant. I beg your pardon, sir. I mean, I know you rolled a zero, <laughs> but you're <laughs> losing your <laughs> <laughs> Officer Poole. Just um, making the most of it. Um, so um, I take a piece of um, the uh, less bloodstained notepaper, less 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 bloodstained uh, stationery, and uh, um, you might wanna, if you want to know more about Hilton Adams, you might want to talk to the New York Times. Right. the reporter's name? Schusenberg, something like that. She covered it all. Okay. You well, he's, he's a bit distracted at this point because. The, the person who he thinks had been doing the murders, he's just a bit shaken. Obviously not the person well, who was he's probably on death row. There, there were quite a number of uh, people involved by the look of it. Anyway, we better get this written up. Dear Penthouse, I couldn't <laughs> believe that it would happen to me. I was with two friends in the Chelsea Hotel. <laughs> um, you can see he is seething. About something, not about you. He's quite laid back about you, but something is massively pissing. He is not a happy bunny. Uh, And the word Robson seemed to be what really triggered it for him. Oh, really? More of a Jerome fan, was it? (laughs) You know, that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) So so sorry. (laughs) I mean, he's Game of Thrones, hasn't he? And at that point. Says, well, you're you're free to leave. You're not suspects. I completely understand you're acting in self-defense. I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, if That's you much appreciated. find 
If you find any more information about what's going on, please bring it to me. <laughs> For the love of God, tell me. <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Uh, do, I do, promise I will bring these killers to justice. Do, uh, do, do, do you have a card left, Ernand? Uh, you can find me at the 12th Precinct. Um, Jolly good. Lieutenant right. Pool. Right, eh? Cheers, Lieutenant. You've been swell. And you are free to go. You're ushered out of the room, of course. You're no longer welcome in the crime scene. Um, Probably not in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are some cold cups of tea waiting out in the uh, lobby for you. Oh, and as you leave, as a final do no more, I will give you one more handout, I'm afraid. Um, and that is. You are, you are bad ears. Sorry. <laughs> when I first came to this hospital, I was strictly solo. You were the first baddie I ever had. Sorry. God, I wish I could marry Matt Berry. Imagine waking up to that point. Um, anyway. Uh, Why don't you just uh, listen, listen to the what? radio station that he does the, the links for? Absolutely. Does, uh, uh, does, does your wife not have anything to, do, to say about this, by the way? Um, probably, it, ooh, yes, please. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she probably turned down the Larix transplant. Which one are we looking at? Uh, author murdered by brutal by brutal killers. killers. Oh, yeah, sorry, it's appeared in the middle there. Body found in Hotel Chelsea, possible connection to Harland murders. Get this stuff in print really quickly, don't they? You read this the next day. Oh, right, we're not reading it. Yeah, before we leave the... um, Buy a paper on the way. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus! (laughs) Uh, Before we uh, we do head out, I'm going to just nip back uh, up a couple of floors, uh, knock on the the door and say, You can open the curtains now. Hey, are you sure? Yes. Are you coming back in? Is that nice man? (laughs) With the tea. (laughs) My nightshirt slipped open. Um, Okay, if you want to read the... (laughs) Sorry, Roger. Read the handout you read uh, the next day. By Rebecca Schoesenberg, Manhattan, NY, Jan 15. Author Jackson Elias has been found murdered in his Chelsea hotel room. The killers are reported to have used long knives to butcher their victim. Lieutenant Martin Poole of the Murder Squad stated that they're exploring possible connections (laughs) between this murder and similar slayings in Harlem last year. Local resident Hilton Adams was convicted of the Harlem murders in October last and is awaiting execution in Sing Sing. Lieutenant Poole offered no opinion whether this new murder indicates that Adams had accomplices or is innocent of the earlier crimes. Clearly accomplices. With his face and entire body language when you saw him hear the news. There we are. That will be the end of the first session of Masks America. Can we have another run at it? I think we can save him this time. <laughs> yeah. <do that. laughs> oh, it's excellent stuff. Thank mm, you. There is a, an addendum to that, uh, pointing out that uh, Elias's funeral uh, will be on the seventeenth ah. um, of January, so two days from now. Seventeenth of January. Well, it's some bugger's going to have a hard time digging a grave in this weather. <laughs> yes. No one thinks of the Undertakers um, at Cypress Hill Cemetery in Brooklyn at 2 p.m. Okay. I think uh, I'd better go shopping for black. Oh, poor Jackson. Could have saved him. Mm-hmm. It's the entire basis of the advent. 
I know. Yeah, but apart from that. Yeah, apart from that. So you admitted to Railroad. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, uh, sleep well, and may you wake up to Matt Berry. Absolute radio. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye.